Rick Stevens, financial advisor with FRS Financial Group, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC. The opinions voiced in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. For more detailed information regarding any of the topics discussed on today's show, please call 719-500-8700. This is Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial. Here's your host, Rick Stevens. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to this edition of Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial Group. I am Rick Stevens. I am your host, and this is your show. Remember, if you've got questions you would like to have answered, if there is a topic you would like to hear us cover, give me a call at 719-500-8700. You can shoot me an email or stevens at frsfinancialgroup.com or Simply go to our website, frsfinancialgroup.com. Click on that contact tab in the top right corner. We would love to see that question, see that message, hear what you want to hear about on a future Money Matters. Well, folks, we are here in studio once again with Andrew Rogers this week. Andrew, how are we doing? Doing fantastic. How are you doing, Rick? You know, I'm, I'm doing all right because my team's quarterback didn't just announce his retirement. Well, I mean, have we passed the you know seventy-two to uh, ninety-some hour threshold to make sure that it actually sticks? Well, he swore it was going to stick this time that uh-huh. that he really was truly retiring, and, and in fact, he uh, from from what I heard, he announced it to the the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at six o'clock in yeah. the morning, and then put it on Twitter at eight thirty. So he at least got two and a half hours in between when he told his team and and when he tweeted it out. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, good on him. That's, that's not too bad. If only you had a quarterback that could throw. Well, you know, we've got the best running back behind center in the league in Chicago. Well, second best. The other one just got a franchise tagged. Well, that's true. So. That's true. That's true. Well, folks, we are uh, talking this week on Money Matters about some health and wellness. And, uh, and Joe Alberto is with us this week. Joe has spent a number of years, and Joe, I didn't want to say how many years, uh, in the, uh, the health and wellness world, in particular in that massage therapy sort of world. How long has it been, Joe? Um, more than one year. All right. All right. We'll <laughs> give you the more than one. We'll give you the more than one. Um, Andrew, I'm going to ask this question before we jump too far ahead. Okay. Are you a are you a resolution guy or a goal guy? Um, more of a a goal guy, more of a okay. you know maybe what to avoid type guy as far as you know what to go after. All right, all right, I, I like that. I like that. I'm I'm that goal kind of guy as well. I I don't like the resolution side of things, but I know a lot of people out there make those New Year's resolutions, many of which revolve in the health world. Uh, for me, last year, one of my goals for 22 was better health. And, you know, aside from that, stay at the uh, most expensive all-inclusive resort in Flagstaff, being the Flagstaff Medical Center. Uh, my health is actually pretty good yeah. uh, over, overall there. Hey, you're looking fantastic. Uh, well, I, I'll, I'll slip you that extra 20 bucks uh, a little bit a little bit later after Appreciate the show for, for saying that. Uh, but, folks, we do have Joe Alberto with us today. He is the longtime owner of Joe's Body Shop. Uh, he is uh, one of the owners at the Colorado Springs School of Massage. Joe is retired, 
but he's done this a long time and 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 I, I like to say Joe you're retired and you're pretending not to work anymore right you're, well, you're just pretending that's that's kind of the way it feels to me too you know after <laughs> I hit my 20 years as a massage therapist and it's been a couple past that um, finally decided that it was time it was time to start taking a break uh, sleeping in in the morning and uh, giving coaching and advice to people that need it all right, awesome. Well, folks, I do have to use that uh, disclaimer that LPL, FRS Financial, uh, we do not endorse the guests that appear on Money Matters, but Joe, we are glad you're here. Thank you. Uh, and and why don't you give the, the listeners a little bit more about your background, right? You've done this for a number of years, but, but tell us about how long you've been in the massage therapy world, maybe some of that background on the Colorado Springs School of Massage, and, and really how you went from your first career into the massage world. Well, um, I graduated from the Air Force after 20 years. I retired as a master sergeant. During that time, I worked on jets. I was a troubleshooter. Diagnosing and identifying root causes rather than treating symptoms was a big deal to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always the touchy-feely guy uh, when I was in school, uh, in high school. And so once I uh, retired from the Air Force, I decided, you know what, let me put that to work. And so I went to school, became a massage therapist, and now 22 years later, I'm retiring from that. Uh, Somewhere in there, we wound up coming across an opportunity to purchase a massage school. And uh, they they had a wonderful program. The uh, curriculum had great bones, but it needed some help. And so we wound up, when we purchased the school, my wife and I worked on getting the marketing going, uh, beefing up some of the uh, curriculum. And now I believe we have got the best school in the state. That's awesome. That's awesome. We're going to talk a little bit more about the school itself later on, but I want to get into, and and we're going to spend most of our time this week kind of talking about those, those health and wellness pieces of the massage world, because not everybody thinks about it that way, right? That's true. A lot of people think about massage and they think about sauna. They think about fluff. They think about relaxation. Uh, Massage is a lot more than that. What are uh, what are some of those things that that maybe folks need to think about out there when they're thinking? You know, why why would I ever want a massage? It's just weird. It's crazy. Why why would I ever want a massage? Why why does massage work on the health and wellness side for us? I think it starts when we're an infant and mom and dad are holding us. These great big safe hands carrying us, touching us, making us feel better as infants. That carries through your life. It's part of human nature to be touched, mm-hmm. to to need that nur- nurturing touch. So, so just kind of in that that big thirty thousand foot uh, view, if you will, what are some of those benefits that that we get that our bodies get from massage therapy? A biggie is circulation. Uh, lots of us have got a very sedentary lifestyle. We spend our day in an office, sitting down. Our circulation is not working correctly because we got blockages. We're sitting on areas of our body where circulation has to go through. Joints in our body are in a flexed position all day long, elbows and knees, ankles. Uh, And so the circulation benefits. Stress is a big deal in our world today. So we get to calm down the psyche, get the, the mind to slow down a little bit, relearn how to relax. And if there's any aches and pains, massage is awesome for that as well. You know, as a uh, as as a former athlete, I can mm-hmm. say that now because now I'm just way too old to to do anything uh, without hurting myself and having to come see you guys. Uh, we'll get to that in a little while as as well, talking about the injury rehab side. But it it makes sense to me that 
especially for those of us who are in an office often, that it would it would be something we need because if I recall correctly from my athletic days, the two biggest muscle groups are the glutes and the quads, and that's what we're basically sitting on all day. Absolutely. Absolutely. So are there times, and, and this is going to be one of those things that I think sometimes folks worry about or think about, and that's, are there times when we should actually avoid massage? Well, absolutely. I mean, if you've got a raging fever, you don't want to go spread that around. You don't want to uh, affect the people around you. So stay home, get better. If you have open wounds, want to stay away from that. If you have broken bones, obviously, you don't want to be massaging someone with that. Uh, and people that have got traumatic or they've got a lot of trauma in their life, mm-hmm. you're going to wind up being very careful about who you select as your massage professional, uh, because a lot of times that trauma spills out on a massage table. Yeah, and Joey, you know, you mentioned as far as, you know, maybe having some of that trauma and being very selective as far as who your massage professional is. What are some of the things that we should be looking at to make sure that we are choosing the right person? Because, you know, I was under the impression that as long as the, you know, license on the wall is valid, that all massage professionals, all masseuses are created equal. But it doesn't sound like that's the case. Oh, no, not at all. There's a lot of people that will go into the world of massage with that thought in mind. I just want to make people feel better. So they want to do the soft massage, the relaxation massage. Mm -hmm. There's other people that are more into the therapeutic aspect. They want to get in there and do that deep tissue. They want to get an elbow into your back and they want to relax and release those muscles. And sometimes through stretching, sometimes through active techniques, passive techniques. And so when you're looking for your massage therapist, you want to look up their bio. You want to talk to people that have given you a a personal referral. Hey, Mm -hmm. you got to go see somebody because they're my therapist and they're really good. You want to even look up their Google reviews. That's kind of the way of today. The reviews will tell you a big story about a person as well. Yeah, and is there something else to look at as far as, you know, maybe where they're housed at? Is it uh, and concerning? Because I know there seems to be a lot of these kind of pop-ups. I'm not going to name any names specific, but these kind of big franchise, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. come in, maybe get a membership, go in, you know, whenever. It seems like they're a little bit more kind of big boxy versus someone who might be at a more traditional spa location. Those more corporate studios, um, there's nothing bad to be said about them in general other than they tend to have a high rotation in their staff. And so you want to go somewhere where the person has been working there for a number of years. That's a good indicator that that's a good studio to be looking at. Uh, Smaller studios can also be very good. You have to look at their their history and see what they have been, what kind of work they've been doing. And you can do a, a Google review on that as well. Perfect. And, you know, when it comes to um, just that mindset of getting a massage is because, again, I know there's so many different thoughts of it. And you even mentioned a lot of people, you know, even getting into it, will get into it for different reasons, things like that. So what are some other big misconceptions that you've heard when it comes to the world of massage in general? Well, we see a lot of people that are afraid to get worked on by a male therapist. There's, there's a lot of misconceptions. A guy will come in asking for a massage. Oh, no, I want a female to work on me. Uh, there, there's a mindset that goes, there's a fantasy that's going on about what massage used to be. We hear stories about massage in the Orient. Uh, that's, that's not allowed here in the United States. And a lot of those kind of studios are being investigated and are being shut down. You don't see them stay around very long. Yeah. And, and uh, as, as someone who actually didn't ever have a massage until probably eight or 10 years ago, um, I can I can tell you right now I'm I'm maybe the weird one uh, maybe not but but I actually 
find that deep tissue sort of massage therapy to be the relaxing kind of therapy in there. And I know a lot of folks are like, sorry, this is going to hurt. And I'm like, it's not going to hurt. It's actually going to feel pretty good. So well, when, when you trust your massage therapist to trust you or to touch your pain, uh, that's that's the kind of therapist that's going to go in there and give you a longer lasting result with a deeper tissue massage than the relaxation massage, which is wonderful. It'll put you to sleep. But when you come out of that nap, you're back to where you started. Yeah. And Joe, you know, we talked a lot of, you know, during this early part about uh, making sure you're finding the right massage therapist. Uh, but the, we know a lot of these things and especially something is, you know, intimate as a massage that there's a second party as far as the uh, client and things like that. What would you say we should be doing or people should know to make sure they're being the uh, best massage client as possible working with that therapist? That's, that's actually a very deep, very good question. Uh, you should go in there with an understanding of what it is that you want. Open communication with your massage therapist is super important because the massage therapist needs to know why you're there, what feels good, what does not feel good. Does that is that too deep or do you want to go deeper? That communication is probably the most important part of what the client should be doing during the massage. Yeah, and, and even in those uh, massage sessions, each one can be a little bit different, right? Because the because a, the good therapist with the good client actually speaking is going to say, "Hey, this is the part that really is sore or isn't you know working quite as right as I would want it to be." Uh, uh, ultimately, it's that communication that's the most important piece. Absolutely, it allows your massage therapist to tailor your session to what your need is on this visit. Awesome. Now, now here's the here's the loaded question, and uh, as. As uh, our friend Evan always likes to say, it depends is the perfect answer. But how often should someone think about having a massage? How, how often should they come in for a session? See, Evan had it right. It depends. <laughs> now, it depends, really. It depends on what your need is. If you have got a chronic situation that's been going on for a long time, you may need to go in a little bit more frequently, once a week, maybe twice a week, to kind of break down those tissues and start the evolution of your healing process. Once things are on their way and your massage results are lasting three, four, five days, then you don't need to come in during that period. Come in a week later. And then when the massage is lasting a week, let's go out to two weeks. And that should be that communication with your massage therapist. If that massage therapist is telling you, no, come in three times a week, and we're going to go that way for a very long time, the, the thought is very different. And then is there something where you get to a point where it's more of that maintenance level and uh, you kind of still need that routine? Or is it something where if you, say, have some chronic pain, you get that initial massage course, is that something that could be worked out in perpetuity? It could. It could. Uh, I've had clients that have come to me once a month, whether they need it or not. Mm -hmm. And it has to do more with how it makes them feel, uh, how long the result lasts them, and it gives them a sharper focus on life. And they're better at work. They're better at home. Awesome. Well, folks, we are up against that first break in today's show. When we come back, we're actually going to talk about massage as injury therapy. So stick around. We will be right back. Money affects each of us in different ways. Sometimes it's a source of stress and fear. Sometimes it's a source of comfort and security. Whatever your perspective, it's always good to get a second set of eyes on your finances to help serve as a guide. If you are looking for that guidance, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary appointment. And remember to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group here on KRDO, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday at noon. Products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. 
Well, folks, thanks for sticking around with us through that break. Rick Stevens here with you on Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial Group. In studio this week, as always, with Andrew Rogers. Joe Alberto with the Colorado Springs School of Massage is with us this week because when we're talking money, it's it's wealth and it's health, and health is going to be the key as we're going into this segment, Joe. Yep. So one of the big things that I know a lot of folks deal with is, is this injury concept, right? I got hurt in some way, shape, or form, right? Whether that's it's snowed outside and, you know, it's that springtime, so we got the big heavy wet snow and, you know, I hurt my back or I hurt my shoulder. Uh, some of us who used to be athletes but think we still are, maybe uh, something along those lines. Uh, but but you guys also work with folks, uh, say, for example, who have been in car accidents as well, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to I want to start on that on that auto accident sort of thing because again, we're here. It's winter. I've seen plenty of them already, just in the last uh, several weeks. So it's not unusual for folks to be in a car accident. But how quickly after an accident should they be thinking about going to see a massage therapist? Well, that answer it depends is, <laughs> is coming into play again. Uh, it really depends on the severity of the injuries. If you got whiplash and soft tissue injuries, which means bruising, uh, sprains, strains, if there's no big bruising, if there's nothing broken, then within two or three days of the accident is an ideal time to start that healing process. Uh, the massage tends to break up scar tissue before it forms too solidly. It helps to restore normal resting length to muscles, which are in spasm mm-hmm. as a result of the accident. And you want to find, like Andrew would say, get the right therapist to do that. And you've got that variety of massage therapists that work on injured people, and they know how to work those neuromuscular aspects of the human body versus the relaxation aspects. Yeah, and when it comes to that, we know uh, really when it comes to those injuries and that response, we know our body is made up of a number of systems as well, not just that muscular system, but you've got skeletal you know, even the nervous system, is that something where we should be maybe finding a massage therapist that might work in coordination with, say, you know, other kind of specialists like a chiropractor, things like that? Or is it really something to look at, you know, one at a time, get the spine dealt with, then get the muscles? Or is it okay to kind of be working in coordination with like a team? Well, I think it, for me personally, massage and chiropractic is the best combination of therapies to work together mm-hmm. and then follow up with physical therapy to help restore strength to the injured areas. But if you've got a muscle that's in spasm, muscles attached to bones. And if it's attached to one of the vertebrae, it can be pulling. It could be putting pressure on that vertebrae to come out of alignment. If you're just going to chiropractic alone, the chiropractor can push that vertebrae back into place, but that muscle that's in spasm is gonna pull that alignment back out again. Vice versa, if you've got a vertebrae that's out of alignment and you just get the muscles massaged, the vertebrae is still out of alignment. And that out of alignment condition causes nerve impingements, nerve pain, Uh, reduced muscle strength to different areas. And so you want to work them together. One on a Monday, the next one on a Thursday, come back next week and do it all over again. That combination seems to give the best, most long-lasting results. Awesome. Now, when, when folks are kind of thinking about this and, and, you know, we've talked about you, you want to get in as soon as possible, you know, depending on what uh, went on and what's going on in the body. Is there such a thing as I waited too long to go see a therapist? 
Not really. Waiting too long is a thing because then it takes a little bit more work to break up the scar tissue and to restore normalcy to the body because now you've gotten these compensatory patterns where you're, you have, you have a, a gimp in your walk and, and a little hitch and you get along. That pattern starts to build and so now we have to break it down. So waiting too long can be an impediment, but it's best to go get the massage anyway and start getting looked at rather than just to avoid it. Yeah, and we know uh, really kind of that opposite of waiting too long is that we have such a culture now of really wanting instant gratification. So I guess the biggest question is, and knowing that uh, sometimes, especially on that deep tissue and more restorative side of massage, not just the relaxation, feel good, light some candles, you know, maybe put on some humming in the background. Uh, how long is it before you actually start to see some real, you know, change in relief because i know some of those initial times as even rick mentioned you might walk away feeling about the same for a little bit as you're really working to get some of these big deep issues addressed it that's going to depend on how deep the injury goes and how badly injured you are if if you're seeing a medical doctor and you're getting some high-powered medications you're going to want to wait until you're not on that medication because if you're not feeling anything a deep tissue massage can't hurt you because mm-hmm. uh, you can't tell the therapist hey that's too deep that hurts um, but you you will typically start to see results after your second, third, and fourth visits, no matter what it is that you're going in there for. Awesome. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna shift gears a little bit um, because over the course of my life I have uh, had a number of athletic injuries uh, through there. Everything uh, from uh, you almost go head and shoulders, knees and toes. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my my shoulders been operated on. Both of my elbows have. Um, have had different uh, different ailments over the years. From that uh, massage perspective, because I know that in college we could always go to the trainers. They would work on whatever was sore, and you know, especially as a baseball player, it was oftentimes the shoulder area. They would work on that. But but is there a big difference between what we can do athletically on the preventive therapy side versus the recovery therapy side? Well, that's where your follow-up massage, if you're on a maintenance schedule, it helps keep your body in good tune. Therefore, you have less injuries because your muscles are more resilient. If you're running around and your muscles are halfway towards that sprain or they're halfway towards a spasm, and now you go out on the field, now all of a sudden you've got a great big old cramp in your calf, regular massage could have prevented that from happening because you're in better, better shape. Awesome. Now, now one of those things as well, um, and and I know you and I have discussed this, um, as someone who has had those surgeries, right? The surgeries on the shoulder, surgeries on on both elbows. So that means there there's some forearm issues in there as well. As a therapist, again, that's the communication part, right? As the client, as the therapist, we've got to communicate. You, you guys can either work specifically on an issue or you know that's where we need to avoid working for a while, right? Correct. Correct. So so if I've got, uh, you know, if I'm a parent and, and maybe I've got a, a high school, you know, teenager who is an athlete, is massage therapy then something that they probably want to have in part of their training routine? Absolutely. So what uh, what what would that typically then kind of look like? I guess for a for a you know a young athlete or even a college athlete, maybe maybe one that runs. <laughs> Let's get a little bit more specific. You want to get specific? Maybe one that runs cross country and distance in track. Is that is that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. 
Absolutely. I, I think yeah. that you should incorporate <clears throat> massage as part of the self-care routine, as part of the training routine, because there's workouts and those workouts can be rough and tough. And you want to make sure that the muscles return to their normal resting length. They're stronger, but they're more relaxed, which makes the next workout more productive and so on and so forth. And depending on the age of the uh, of the athlete, I mean, if, if we're talking a teenager, a parent needs to be in the room, but then you get to learn some tricks too. Yeah. Awesome. So, so what you're saying is, if just throw out the hypothetical, if I've got a a 19 year old who might be running five miles in the morning and another eight miles in the afternoon for the daily workout, uh, massage ought to be a a good part of that uh, recovery. I agree. <laughs> Now, Joe, speaking of that, uh, we know there's been this rise in some of the over-the-counter type remedies and a lot of like the, you know, devices, those percussive massagers, things like that. You know, does that have a good place as far as some of those maintenance if you are on a good routine already with an in-person massage therapist? I believe that they are. Now, that's going to depend on the person. If they're very well aware of their body, if they're understanding of musculature and how things work in the body, using a percussor on yourself. uh, I've even got one at home, but of course, I I know the human body pretty well. But when somebody's using that on a muscle and they're using it incorrectly, they can introduce more problems than they're fixing. So it could actually maybe do some more long-term damage if you're doing it improperly and just not realizing it. You could. Yes, you could. Well, as a uh, as as a guy who uh, does some stuff around the house, uh, thankfully I have more kids that can do some stuff around the house these days. But sometimes I have to be the one to get out there with the shovel and that sort of stuff. Sometimes after those big snows, there's there's pain, right? There's pain whether that's in the back, in the shoulder. Sometimes it's the hips. Uh, just kind of depending on on how long and how much this snow was coming down. And one of those questions that I always asked as a coach, which was probably not the right question ever to ask my athletes, was, are you injured or are you hurt? Because if you're injured, we're going to sit and let you rest. If you're hurt, we're going to work through it. When it comes to the massage therapy side of life, does it matter? And is there a difference between are you injured or are you hurt? Injured and hurt is going to depend on severity. You can be mildly hurt, you could be severely hurt, or you could be actually injured. Injured is where you've actually damaged something. Uh, And massage is going to help you in either circumstance. Okay, awesome. So so as a guy then who every once in a while, just just throwing it out there, Mm -hmm. my shoulder may not feel real great because I, I, I know we've talked about this in the past, but I had at one point on one pitch, one pitch, and it was cold. It was March in Illinois. I had torn the labrum, the biceps tendon, and the rotator cuff all at once, one throw, and had it surgically repaired. It's been 20-plus years, but that scar tissue still, once in a while, I can feel that it's built up enough that I don't have that normal range of motion in there. Why does massage work for stuff like that? Well, because you're breaking up the scarified tissue, and you're strengthening, you're lengthening, I mean... The, the musculature that is now protecting and guarding. You want to get that relaxed. You want to break up the scar tissue. And a good massage therapist is going to go through and do some mobilization of that area. That should give you a restored range of motion. Yeah. And, you know, kind of that counterpart is somebody who doesn't have the, you know, 
depth or the bench of kids like Rick does to uh, <laughs> help do stuff around the house, but ones that are very little that include a lot of caring, want to have a lot of cuddling, a lot of rough housing. You don't know anybody like that, daddy, do you? you know, is there something <laughs> like that, though, some kind of that routine motion as far as carrying that little 20-pound sack of potatoes nonstop? Is there things to, you know, maybe make sure that that doesn't create any lingering issues down the road? Body awareness. Okay. Uh, you'll find that a lot of uh, mommies with new babies carry the baby on the left hip so that with their right mm-hmm. hand, they're right-handed, they're opening the doors, they're doing yeah. all this other stuff. They'll wind up creating tight muscles on that left hip, left posterior back. And so just being aware of that, switching over to the other side. So when you're roughhousing with the kids, roughhouse with them in different ways. Okay. Uh, if you're carrying them a certain way, be aware that, oh, carrying them like this causes pain. Let me shift what I'm doing. Okay. So it's a lot of self-awareness that's involved there too. And a good communication with your therapist, when they start finding those patterns in your body, they can bring that to your attention, letting you know, hey, you're doing something that's creating this tension in your low left back. What are you doing? And together you could figure out what it is that you need to change in your life. Awesome. You know, one of those things that uh, I know I have discussed uh, with uh, with some of the different folks that I've had work on me over there is my IT bands, right? That that band that basically goes around the, the, the outside of the hip uh, down toward the knee. That gets pretty tight in me, mm-hmm. and uh, I can I can wholeheartedly say that they know that's a trouble spot in my world, and they do the stuff to not only work on it there, but tell me this is what you do, kind of moving forward in each and every day to make sure it doesn't get that bad again. Exactly. So, folks, we are up against that next break in the show. When we come back, we will continue with Joe Alberto from the Colorado Springs School of Massage. Stick around. We will be right back. Does stock market volatility have you wondering which way is up? Do the talking heads and doomsayers have you wondering if this really is the end? If you want straight answers from an advisor who isn't just trying to sell you something, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary appointment today. And remember to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group here on KRDO, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday at noon. Products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Well, folks, welcome back to this edition of Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group. This week, we are talking about health and wellness with Joe Alberto from the Colorado Springs School of Massage. And and Joe, earlier in the show, we talked a little bit about that stress relief, that relaxation sort of massage. But I want to get in a little bit deeper here into that, if you will, pun intended, on that uh, massage Uh side. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about the impact of stress on our health and how massage kind of helps us not just to, for the muscles to feel better, but but also really to relieve some of that stress. So one of the one of the things that I had read not too long ago out of the Mayo Clinic literally says massage helps to reduce stress, anxiety, and depression. Now, I would have thought most of those things were mental-based. How in the world does massage help with that aspect of our lives? Well, as you said, it is mental-based, but let me go ahead and point out a couple of things. Unresolved anger. What do we do when we're angry? Clenching your teeth, that's Mm -hmm. one. Uh, Stomach acids tend to start churning when we're angry, unresolved anger. Um, With massage, 
the whole relaxation massage specifically, it's about relaxing the psyche, slowing down your energetic flow that's in your body. So you're not so amped up. You're, you're not like running on adrenaline. Uh, your cortisol levels are thrown out, out of whack. When we start to reduce that kind of activity in the brain, the body follows. I've always been a proponent of deep tissue massage. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I cannot speak enough about relaxation massage in the way that it relaxes the whole body. If we can control the mind by relaxation, then the jaw unclenches. Then the circulation starts to slow down. The nervous system starts to slow down. We're affecting that parasympathetic part of the body, which in fight or flight, it's the relaxation. So digestion returns to normal. Everything starts working the way it was designed to. And so we don't have all of these uh, stress-like responses, uh, people that are overly angry, uh, real short-fused. All of those things are affected positively by a good relaxation massage. So, so what I'm hearing here is I might need one of those uh, after driving in traffic a few days. Uh, one or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, now, some of those other things, right? Because stress does all kinds of crazy sort of stuff to our bodies. Uh, and I know when, when I feel the stress, I can actually feel it carried in specific places on, on the body. Uh, for me, most of the time, it's, it's my neck, it's my shoulders, uh, upper back sort of thing. Do we carry different types of stress in different areas of the body, or is it just that's where I feel mine? Well, that's where you feel yours because on a psyche way, you're guarding your back. Mm. You're, you're watching out your back, and so you tense up all those muscles between your shoulder blades. You're tensing up your neck to protect uh, and, and that's kind of like, like a psychological aspect of massage and the way that the body responds to stress. Uh, we'll, you'll, you'll see people with a nervous tick and they're bouncing their leg. That means they got to get out of there. They got to move. They got to run. Uh, clenching and, and your fist is you're preparing for a fight is what you're doing. And you're tensing up, not recognizing on a conscious level that you're doing that, but subconsciously your body is telling you an awful lot of what's going on in your mind. Yeah, and when it comes to that kind of relaxation and getting into that pattern of self-care, is it, you know, something as well that not only just taking that time to really pause and kind of reestablish yourself, but also having this work done, is it something that will then carry on and make those responses less and less throughout time? As you become more and more aware that you're doing it, absolutely. Because once you've unclenched your jaw and recognized it, it's like, oh, I didn't know I was doing that. And then next time you start to clench, you'll recognize that you're doing it. And the more frequently you're being worked on and reminded of these things, the longer lasting that result is. Now, you, you talked a little bit uh, there earlier about how, how massage, you know, working, working through the brain, working with the uh, sympathetic, parasympathetic uh, systems. Uh, there, there are all kinds of different benefits from that sort of thing, right, from that relaxation side. So, you know, in for folks that maybe have some thyroid or adrenal issues or sleep issues or or heart issues because of the stress that's in there, having that good relaxation massage, that's that's really that ounce of prevention versus the pound of care side of things, right? It can absolutely be helpful. Now, if you've got a medical condition that needs to be treated, obviously go get it treated. But will massage help? Absolutely. 
and that's uh, that's one of those things. You know, I have uh, for for years I've had just a weird sleep schedule. Um, something about turning forty really did that to me. Oh, it's forty. Okay. That well, that's what I like to to claim. Andrews had <laughs> yeah. a weird sleep schedule just because of the life he has chosen yeah, just over the because years. Because of the career path. <laughs> I see. I see. Uh, but but actually. Having that massage on the regular basis, even the relaxation side, not just the deep tissue, that's something that can help even with sleep issues, right? Oh, yes. Help folks either A, fall asleep quicker, or B, stay asleep for longer, because you had talked a little bit earlier about that cortisol side of things. Absolutely. And and that's, it kind of just stands to reason if your mind is more relaxed, you're, you're not processing all of these thoughts that happen during the day. And if your mind is going, 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 it's hard to fall asleep. Or even stay asleep. And so if we can get you to relax, man, wouldn't that be awesome to get a massage like at 8 p.m., get off the massage table, go climb into bed, and just zonk out for the rest of the night? That would be perfect. That's I think I think that's going on my list as uh, what's at the end of my perfect day. Just- I was say, why so late, though? <laughs> I mean, can we move that up to like 6.30? You got it. You well, got so it. you can go to bed by 8. That, that's why you know yeah. most, most of us don't have to be in bed by, before our kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of that, we talked a lot about – Kind of some of those, you know, routine motions, and again, you know, that new mamas have, even, you know, say parents like myself with young children. But there's also some benefits as well as maybe some massage, you know, before those kids come out, especially, you know, for women who are really dealing with a lot of body changes and new or unique stress on their bodies during pregnancy as well, right? That is very true. If you think about it, you're gaining weight in the front. You're growing your chest. You're growing your tummy. Your center of balance is now forward. So guess what? Your back muscles are fighting to keep you upright. Low back, uh, circulatory issues in the legs because of uh, the the entire weight of the baby is on your aortic vessels that are going down your legs. Uh, nerve issues as well. So yeah, pregnancy massage absolutely is a wonderful thing. And our students just went through their pregnancy module. So anybody out there that wants to get a student to work on them, that is a real, real nice pampering. And we'll uh, we'll we'll hit this a little bit uh, in in the the last segment. But but can I just put a plug in for all of those expecting dads who who have an expecting wife that uh, there's there's a day coming up here in a in, in about a week and a half or so that mm-hmm. might be wonderful to to pick up a little. Valentine's gift of, say, a pregnancy massage. Yes, that is a great gift. Mommy will love it. Yeah, (laughs) and it'll make the life a lot calmer, especially uh, during those uh, tense times during all the changes and transitions. Yes, (laughs) when the wife is good, the life is good. (laughs) Um, So I want to kind of come back a little bit to that uh, sort of that that idea of self-care, right? And if we go all the way back to the beginning of the uh, uh, the show today, kind of thinking about some of those resolutions folks may have made or those goals for the year. I, I know I've talked to a number of folks where actually paying attention to self-care is one of those resolutions, is one of those goals for the year. We're in February, so it's okay if we didn't exactly get it right in January. We've still got 11 months. How should massage, whether that's the relaxation, the deep tissue side, both fit into a a regular self-care sort of routine? I'll tell you what, people should think about meditation. People should think about massage. People should think about 
wellness as a whole and incorporate it into your routine, whether it's once every two weeks, once a month, but get started, get started. And if you find the right person, you're going to know it and you're going to follow them wherever, wherever you go, wherever they go. Uh, if they move offices, you're going to find out because you don't want to go with somebody new. You don't want to break in a new one. You got this <laughs> one trained. So stick with, stick with your person, whoever that might be. Yeah. And you know, we've talked about it so much is that really this is, you know, part of a big interconnected system. So really that massage is a key point of that self-care routine, the making sure that we are working and keeping our body as optimal as possible, that uh, some people just kind of seem to think it's a luxury item when really this could be a key point as far as keeping uh, these machines running at their full potential. That is so true. So true. And that's been the concept where people think of massage and they only think about the relaxation component. Oh, that's, that's fluff. I don't, I can't afford that. I don't have the time. Yeah. You need to take the time. You need to go out there and take care of yourself so you can keep doing what you do. Yeah. So how do we kind of change that narrative? Because as you mentioned, it is the, you know, just automatic thought. It goes to that relaxation and the, oh, well, look at you. You must be, you know, sleeping on a pillow full of gold if you're taking time out for your (laughs) massage and things like that, that really this is more of a, you know, ongoing routine maintenance, just like, you know, you and I going to the eye doctor, making sure that our glasses are up to speed and that we're actually able to see correctly. Correct. If people would take into account the cost of not taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. it's less expensive to take the time out of your day and to spend the extra dollars to go out there and get a good massage, get get something done, get something done. And it's for your longer term goals. Yep, And that's uh, ultimately, right, that's that's the reason we're talking about this on On Money Matters. It It is that what am I spending my money on? Why am I doing the massage sort of thing, but because I don't feel like I'm stressed or, you know, it doesn't hurt that bad. Um, I can power through it. It's oh, fine. Yes. I'll just, I got the bootstraps. We can grit it out. Yep. Yep. And uh, realistically, that's actually putting even more stress on the body, isn't it? It is. It really is. Well, we're taught that from a very young age. Suck it up. Let's get out there. Let's get it done. And we learn to tune it out. And we tune it out until we can't anymore. And then we're broken and we didn't know. I didn't know that hurt. I didn't know that that was that bad. And if you don't go get taken care of now, you'll never know until it's too late. Yeah. And, you know, we've talked about, you know, that investment and, you know, kind of where we're spending that money. And a little bit now might prevent a lot down the road. But there's also that concept of that time investment. And you mentioned taking that time out. How much time would you say is a decent amount as far as getting onto that kind of maintenance side, taking injury or really getting onto a good track record aside, what would you say that time investment would be to add routine maintenance and massage into your lifestyle? I I think if you took six hours a week, now that would include all of your Mm self-care things, but one hour of that is for massage, but guess what? It takes a half hour to get there and a half hour to get back to work. So that's a two-hour window. If you're going to get acupuncture, if you're going to get chiropractic, if you're going out for a jog, if you're going out for yoga, think about six hours a week. And you could do that, break it up, break it up. And so you take off a little bit early on Friday or take a weekend, and you're going to feel the results. You're going to be really glad you did, and it's worth it. Now, I know there there are going to be some folks out there, some listeners out there that are thinking, well, yeah, Massage would be great, but you know what? I've I've got a, a hot tub or I've got a jetted tub at home or I can go to the gym and just use the, the hot tub there. 
there's a difference between the relaxation that you can get from a massage and just sitting in hot bubbly water, right? Hot bubbly water is amazing. It, it I'm not going to poo-poo that. That is excellent, and if you've got one, use it. But it's not the same because a trained therapist is going to go in there and touch the muscles and give you some idea of what it is you're doing, what needs to be corrected, where are the patterns in your body developing, and how to resolve them, whereas a hot tub is just going to give you an overall feeling of feeling good, but you're not really targeting problem areas. Awesome. Well, folks, we are up against that final break in today's show. When we come back, we're going to wrap this up talking a little bit more about that Colorado Springs School of Massage, what the training looks like, all of those fun pieces through there. Stick around. We will be right back. Are you worried about what's been going on in the markets and how it has affected your portfolio? Maybe you need a financial checkup. If you have questions about the health of your financial future, call FRS Financial Group at 719-500-8700 to schedule your complimentary checkup. And remember to tune into Money Matters presented by FRS Financial Group here on KRDO, Saturday mornings at 9 and Sunday at noon. Products and services offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. Well, folks, thanks for sticking with us through that break. Rick Stevens here with you on Money Matters, presented by FRS Financial Group. In the studio this week with Andrew Rogers, with Joe Alberto from the Colorado Springs School of Massage. We're talking health and wellness. But, Joe, in the last segment here, I want to I hear a little bit more about the school. Because one of the things that I understand... From where where you guys bought the school, this is actually the longest running massage school in the state of Colorado. Is that correct? Absolutely. When we bought the school, it had started in 1982. Uh, we bought it uh, seven, going on eight years ago. And well, since 82 to today, that's 40 years. Uh, this program has been running and it has been super successful the entire time. And I know there there are a lot of different folks that that have actually gone through the school, uh, the school, whether it was before you guys bought it or or since then. You guys don't just like supply the the frou frou therapist to this uh, you know big relaxation spa world. Your your graduates are all over the place. They are. They have been super successful. Some have started their own businesses right off the bat. Some are in the relaxation world. Others are in the therapeutic world. And uh, our graduates are very sought after by the business community. Yeah, and Joe, when it comes to the school, you know, say somebody's listening to this thinking, you know, coming into maybe some uncertainty with their current job or just looking for that change of pace, walk us through what it looks like as far as uh, kind of going through the Colorado Springs School of Massage. Well, let's see. Um what we're looking for, I'm talking to those people that are in the process of considering a career change. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually these folks are in some sort of way affiliated with the medical community. Either they're nursing or they're assisting or they're personal trainers or they're in yoga, but their job is just not doing it for them. They're sick and tired of the bureaucracy, but they still want to help people feel good. And this is an awesome way to use their previous experience and still get into a program that they can be successful in. These are folks that are good at anatomy and physiology. They're good at applying themselves because we need motivated self-starters. Uh, we're looking for people that, eh, I think I'll try that. You know, I got a couple extra bucks laying around. Or, or people that, that just, they're not sure if this is what they want to do. We do have a tough screening process. Mm-hmm. 
And so we make sure that these are folks that are going to be successful in our program. And then we put them through six months of training. The state of Colorado requires a 500-hour program plus the other licensing requirements, but that's our goal, get you ready for that program. And a big part of that is a national exam. We call it the MBLEX, M-B-L-E-X. And passing that is what most states require for licensing. So that's kind of like the final. Yeah. Um, And so we do that in a six-month program. They come in one night a week for training, actual classroom instruction, and then they put in about another 20 hours a week to get their hours and requirements done to get done with the program and be successful passing that exam. Yeah, and when you're talking about these kind of, uh, you know, getting services from the students as they're going along the process, you know, and I apologize in advance. You know, I remember when my brother was going through a local beauty school, Mm -hmm. And I got that first haircut from it. <laughs> and, oh, my God. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the, uh, kind of you know, the assurances that uh, these students, as they're going through the process, knowing that everybody has to learn that they are, you know, working on those, you know, clients properly and that, the, you know, it still is a safe, you know, aspect. Well, we put our students through 10 weeks of training before they touch the public in a massage environment room. Yeah. Uh, They've worked with the clients doing chair massage, getting used to touching people, fully dressed, nice and safe, Uh, but learning how to interact with the client, learning how to feel tight areas, learning how to feel response from the client in the way of they're flinching because it's too hard or they're asking for more. At week 10, they're ready to start student clinic, and that's where we invite the public to come in to get a student massage. We've got a clinic supervisor available, and the student is working in a private room. Uh, They've been taught all the draping techniques. They've been taught all of the basic Swedish massage techniques, which is the basis for all massage. So on top of that Swedish method, we are including stretching. We're including deep tissue. We're including some neuromuscular techniques. We've got like 10 different modalities that we throw into that Swedish program. But at week 10, ooh, that's scary. That's their first real life naked massage. Mm -hmm. And so that's the point where we have already evaluated them at least twice and then they're ready to start working on the public. And like at around their 10th or 12th real massage on the public, we go in there and we put an instructor in the room with a demo that they're gonna do the massage on and they'll go through the entire massage and they get a full-blown evaluation on how they're doing. Okay. Our students are very successful in the world and it's because of all of the attention they get during training. And um, one of those things, if we've got uh, maybe some some business owners out there that, that are listening, you talked a little bit about the, the students being out and, and doing the chair massage sort of thing. That's something that I know that, that we have talked about where where a business could say, hey, Joe, we would love to have your students come out here. We've got folks that walk in and out all day, or I've got a, an entire office full of realtors who could use this. You guys love those opportunities to get out into the public and and do that sort of chair massage, getting those getting those students that experience, but also getting the public used to your students as well, right? Yes, we do. Matter of fact, we've got a number of uh, businesses that like to host our students. We go through three weeks of chair training, and then between weeks six and ten, there's like a five, six, seven week window where we'll go out into the community. We, of course, schedule this, and we make sure that it's all ready to go. But uh, we'll take two or three students with massage chairs out there to do corporate massage on their staff, and they love it. Yeah, that's uh, I, I, I always love it when you guys are over at Cell State because mm-hmm. that's just literally right across the hall from my office. So 
I can just kind of go over there, check out the the, the new folks that right. uh, the, that are coming through the program, and and you know you you've talked about the different modalities in there, right? The different types of massage that that all of these uh, students are going to learn over the course of time. I've got to tell you my favorite story from one of your students, sure, um, because she had come from and and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. She had come from the veterinary world. And she was in there, yes, learning the the massage techniques, especially the deep tissue. But one of her goals was to actually go back and do that with horses. And, you know, as as a bigger guy, I understand that, you know, I was one of those uh, uh, guys she got to practice on. But, but I've got a buddy of mine, a buddy of yours, who she actually takes care of the horse after the different shows and, and does the therapy that way. So it's not just something that we can – only work on you know this age that age this build it's something that that folks could take you know even if they're in a a current field to even be able to add into that matter of fact that particular student has moved to florida started her own business where she works on humans horses and um humans horses and uh, hounds that's what she calls them the 3h 3h massage so she'll work on <laughs> on dogs People and their horses, and it, it is it is an amazing story. She's got a great background to tell. That's uh, that's I love it. I love that uh, that that opportunity that's out there because I've talked with a lot of the students um, as as I've gone through, gotten the student massage, and yeah, the, the, there have been those who have said, yeah, I want to go work at the Broadmoor, or I mm-hmm. want to go work for Big Box, or I want to go open my own studio there there are a couple of a uh, couple of the former students that I've talked to that their whole goal because they loved cruise ships was to go do massage on cruise ships isn't that cool <laughs> it's it, it is so so really that massage therapy side of life in terms of the career opens up so many different opportunities for kids right tons of opportunities and I'll tell you what there's so many openings out there right now Colorado Springs has got 30-plus openings. The state of Colorado has near 200 vacancies that need to be filled. Nationwide, we're approaching 19,000 vacancies. And COVID had its impact on the massage world, but people are back. They're ready for massage. And the folks that were doing those massages have retired, so we need a whole new crop. And starting wages, 20 to 25 bucks an hour, that's better than minimum wage, and you're getting tips on top of that. And if you're in a either a more experienced position or you have your own place, earnings are out the window. You could get $100 an hour for a massage, even part-time. That's a ton of money a year. Yeah, and and that's one of those things, right, as we're, as we're looking at these sort of things, thinking about this, uh, not just from the career change, but, but even from the general public. You talk about it's about week 10 when the, the students are ready to start doing those different massages uh, for folks. If folks want to come in, schedule that that student massage at the Colorado Springs School of Massage. What what kind of dollar figure are we talking about? Are we talking it's a hundred bucks? Is it two hundred bucks to to do the student massage? What what are we looking at? We keep those prices intentionally low. Forty dollars gets you a one hour session with a student, and that's about fifty five minutes on the table. And that student is doing their best to practice what they're learning on this client. Awesome. Awesome. Well, well, Joe, if, if folks, you know, have some questions, if they, if they are thinking either A, um, you know, I, I am thinking about a career change or maybe something additional for my current career that I can add into there, 
They want that information about the Colorado Springs School of Massage. How do they get that? They can call us, 719-310-9297. That's our office number. Give us a call there. We're happy to answer any questions. If you want to find more in-depth information, go to our website, and that's csschoolofmassage.com. Look through there. It's full of it. There's nothing hidden in there. There's a lot of places that you'll go and you have to find the information or call somebody to get right. more information. Our website is very clear, very transparent. Find your information there and then give us a call. We're very eager to do an interview with you and uh, start processing you for enrollment if you're the right person. And and folks, don't just have to be local to do this, right? You, we've you've had, had students from across the country. We've had people come in from many other schools, not, not schools, but many other states coming to us for training on their way to their follow-on state wherever they were going. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, now I'm going to I'm going to put on my uh my dad slash husband hat here. And say for example, I wanted to to buy my wife a massage for Valentine's Day, but I don't want to have to call and schedule it. Can I get a gift certificate to do that so we she do. can call? We have gift certificates available. Give us a call. We'll go ahead and sell you a gift certificate that she can then schedule at her leisure. Awesome. Awesome. Andrew, any, uh, anything else you want well, to throw out there? Well, the only other thing I was thinking of, and especially you know, with uh, the, the holiday coming up, maybe looking at that gift idea, how early is it to maybe be considered too early to introduce massage into somebody? Say you want to maybe do something special for someone little or you have someone – very little that might need some relaxation to try and help uh, get some sleep cues to make everyone else's life a little bit easier. <laughs> well, I don't know how young we're talking, but if we're talking about a school-aged child, okay. if you watch them walk to school wearing that backpack full of books, yeah. it makes me cringe to see that happening. Uh, we've had parents bring eight-year-olds in for their massage. Okay. Um, and on up from there, I think my our oldest client was uh, approaching 100 years old. So there's no real age barrier. Okay. Uh, it's just more a matter of if they're a minor, mm-hmm. parent needs to be in a room with the child, and uh, let's get started. Perfect. Awesome. Well, folks, that's all the time we have this week for Money Matters. If you've got questions, if you didn't catch that phone number from Joe, you can always feel free to give me a call, 719-500-8700. I can get that number for you. We can get you uh, set up talking to those folks at the Colorado Springs School of Massage. Joe, thank you for for being in studio with us, talking health and wellness this week. Been my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me. Awesome. Well, folks, that's it for this week on Money Matters. We will be back again next week, continuing to talk about your money because your money matters. Tune in next week, everybody. Everybody.